0: Are you so busy doing right now in the present moment that you're missing out on future growth opportunities? What about your team? Might they be stuck doing and not growing? And if so, how do you break free from the dangers of doing to continue to move forward to make progress along your journey of growth at your bank, at your credit, union, at your fintech? Well, let's find out together on today's episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. Greetings and hello, my name is James Robert Lay, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast. This episode is part of the Real Solution series where we take real challenges from real leaders like you to transform them into real future growth opportunities. And joining me for today's conversation is Adam Renshivsky. Adam is the Vice President of Analytics and Digital Marketing at American Heritage Credit Union. And today, we're going to transform obstacles that can slow down a fast-growing team into future growth opportunities.
1: Welcome to the show, Adam. It is great to share time with you today. Hey, thank you for having me. Excited about the opportunity and just talking shop. One of my favorite things about this industry.
0: Absolutely. It's uh, you know the idea to be able to collaborate and solve problems together is uh, it's why we do what we do here because we're all going to get better together from that. But before we get into an, an obstacle that that you're confronted with that could be a really a breakthrough opportunity. Um, What is positive in your world right now, personally or professionally? It's your pick to get started.
1: Uh, So I will give a shout out to my wife because she's bearing right now our second child who is supposed to be coming in January, hopefully January. We already have a December baby whose birthday was yesterday. So if we can avoid two December (laughs) birthdays, I'd really, really appreciate that. But uh, whatever happens, happens. So that's a positive note. Family four is going to be great. But. Uh, professionally, we just have a lot more opportunity internally from a marketing team itself. We've had a lot of buy-in from our board to expand the department uh, as compared to shrink or try to stay things flat, which I think is very difficult in the economy right now, especially with the rate environment that people might be cutting costs and just trying any way to deal with the high interest rates that they have to pay back in terms of dividends and uh, not as many people are looking for loans. So the Budgets are staying flat, and They're getting cut where our board believes in us and we're making new opportunities for the people who are currently staffed here, but we have other opportunities just to grow that headcount to expand out yes. what we do in in branch, in digital and analytics. So I'm really looking forward to next year and see how that plays out.
0: I I commend you and I commend your board of directors for having that future focused vision because marketing really is an investment in the future. The the seeds that you're planting Mm -hmm. through your marketing communication and strategies today will come and bear fruit six, nine, 12 months or even more from this point forward. What you're harvesting today, if you will, is the work that you did six, nine, 12 plus more Mm -hmm. months ago in the past so to have that perspective what's the op- what's the obstacle that stands in, in the way of, of thinking about you know some of the opportunity here what's the obstacle if you will that stands in the way of that future growth going forward
1: their new position so it's not days of old where everyone was a marketing specialist or you had graphic designers um there's a lot of new i'm creating i think i've created seven different jobs that i've never actually been at our institution before so you need to do just explain the why this needs to be there And there's case, little case studies along the way where you have instances that this was a huge success. If we had someone overseeing that and, or had a lot more accountability in this certain avenue, imagine the growth we could have with that going forward, where six years ago, we didn't have a digital division at all. It it was solely based upon, um, structuring out our marketing matrix in terms of just you know, direct mail, newsletters, what have you. But now we have a breakout between two divisions where we can have a lot more accountability in this. On top of that, it's not a cost center anymore. We can actually track and show what revenue we're bringing back to the institution with the reports we have, with the email automation, with the new BI initiatives that we're trying to do, where we're able to show, hey, we put an investment into here, we were able to get X back. Mm. Imagine if we had someone overseeing that, how much more we can bring back with that. Yeah.
0: And when you think about, you know, you're bringing in these seven new team members, um, that's a lot of change. Um, It's Mm -hmm. a lot of new personalities coming in and, and building this this team. What are some of the challenges that you're seeing around the human transformation side that will help continue to spur you further along this digital
1: journey here? So my favorite thing about marketing is there's no exact science. One plus one is always two, where with marketing, it's really your consumer behavior is what you're trying to adapt to at that point. So it's always different. And what I love about the difference is your day-to-day is different, but the people you interact with are trying to solve their problem. They have a new form of media that you're trying to compete with. And having so many people on my team, it's actually good case studies for me, because I can dive deep into their brains. And understand how are you interacting with this new medium? How are you trying to research new products where it's not just me coming up with certain things, making assumptions or doing research projects? I have this very intelligent team where we can just go into a room together and try to figure out the best avenue of communicating our products or solutions to our members around us.
0: Yeah. So let's let's solve a problem together here that you got some good contextual perspective into where you've been, where you're at and where you're going forward. And I appreciate that because you've got seven people now that can can really have a deep level knowledge. One of the things I was writing and talking about maybe seven years ago, eight years ago was the idea of the T-shaped marketer to where you have a broad perspective into common marketing disciplines but then you have deep level expertise into one particular Mm -hmm. area maybe it's data Mm -hmm. and analytics maybe it's email Mm -hmm. automation what's a big challenge right now looking ahead to the future that that if you eliminated this challenge it would really
1: open up some new growth
0: opportunities going forward
1: i think it's just really understanding that without adapting to how things are going to change and evolve it into your toolbox itself, it's not gonna help you with your day-to-day. I mean, uh, AI is such a hot topic and you can bring that in so many different ways, but it's essentially another person on your team at that point where I have content creators who might be stuck an idea. And yeah. if you just go to some of these tools, they just need a spark note at that point. And that's really where you can get the most out of these new technologies, emerging technologies that are happening. If everyone's dealt with writer's block and what a great tool that AI has where they can come in with either some subject lines that you need to start something, just a a keyword that might you have not even thought about because you're just so um, I call them horse blinds all the time. You're only looking ahead of you and not around you where these tools can take off the blinds for you and you can start writing or creating new things for the people you're trying to communicate with without these certain tools where. If you're kind of closed in and you're just doing the same thing you always had, I I don't know how you're going to keep growing because member behavior changes constantly. And if you're not changing with them, you're not going to be able to keep growing.
0: And I think that right there, I want to pause you. That's the big challenge behind the challenge, if you will, particularly as you're bringing this new team together, is doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've seen this working with other marketing teams within financial brands. It doesn't matter if you're a bank or a credit union. Um, how big, how small, because these are the human behavior uh, issues, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, It's the doing. And one of the things that I'm writing about in my new book, Banking on Change, are the four seasons that will lead to exponential growth. Because if we kind of follow the patterns of nature, nature Mm -hmm. unfolds, we have these four seasons, spring, summer, fall, winter, and then we just repeat the cycle all over again. One of the things that I've identified through the work with financial brand, not just marketing teams, but, but now sales teams and, and even leadership teams, the most dangerous place to get stuck is doing, now more mm-hmm. than ever. Um, and I think we fall in love. We fall in love to what we do, or we get stuck, back to your point about blinders, and we can't see anything else because we've just been mm-hmm. so focused heads down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now we've entered into this age of AI where the world is going to be evolving, changing at a much more rapid pace. It's very interesting from the context of time. 1994 to 2024, 30 years of the internet. Um, now, November 30th, 2022, so ChatGPT, as of recording, has just reached almost one year's old. Um, yeah. Or has reached How one quick. year's old. Yeah, it, and it's been, you, you see the iterations of that. And so in, to, to navigate, if you will, the complexities of, of exponential change, to then on the flip side, achieve exponential growth, which which I define exponential growth as when an individual perceives, feels that they are growing professionally and personally at the same exact time. Mm. Well, then the team mm. will achieve exponential growth. And then the organization will achieve exponential growth. Absolutely. And that can spill over into the lives of members uh, and the people in the communities that we serve. But there are four seasons that we have to navigate through. Number one, we had to break out of the season of doing. To create space and time to pause to review and reflect on what we've done over that season of doing to then Mm -hmm. journey into the season of learning so that what do we learn from what we've done or are we building curriculum i think about gene pelham who took rogue credit union from about 350 400 million in assets to 3 billion in assets from the time that he joined about 2008 as ceo to the time that he retired Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and education was so key to that not just within yeah. marketing but marketing mm-hmm. sales lending technology all areas that they built an internal university that wasn't just financial services related it got into humanities got into philosophy got into psychology you know the the, the soft the human sciences um so, but, but what i think some in financial services are like well that's just kind of like the soft subjects but no it's a very very real subject so there's that that idea of ongoing learning mm-hmm. and then the season of thinking How can we apply this knowledge to then do even better over the next cycle of time? And just like the seasons, if you will, summer, spring, fall, winter, um, and I did those out of order, spring, summer, fall, winter, 90 days. If you can cycle through each one of those seasons every 90 days, and the Mm -hmm. neat thing in 90 days, you have 13 weeks in a 90-day period. So you got a week dedicated to learning, you got a week dedicated mm-hmm. to, to reviewing, you got a week dedicated to thinking, and then the majority of the time is obviously going to be spent executing, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's building that cadence in to the operational model that I think will help people get unstuck doing to do even better going forward in a period of exponential change. What, what can you do to apply some of that within your own workflow at the, at the credit union?
1: So I love the model in itself, because it's almost as if that's the consumer flywheel in itself, where you as the person attempting to sell the product, you're just one part of the equation. The consumer still needs to commit in that flywheel itself, where Mm. they have to start their research process. They're going to go through the same exact seasons that you were saying, when they're making that new relationship, they're going to go through a research period. They're going to think about it, maybe have buyers or Mm. more, is this the right place to be doing my business? Should I have went somewhere else? They'll work with their team, which would be your families or your business at that point. And understanding like where are we at from the first buying decision, were we able to accomplish our goal? If that's the case, should we keep doing? Should we keep putting more business or more um, product or service inv- investments into the business itself, where it's not just the company, it's also yeah. the consumer itself? So within the company, you have the overall portion of it, but then you have it with your teams. Yes. My biggest thing with them is I need to make sure that they are understanding that they do make a impact on every part of this organization. And if you are not looking at it from, like, the top of the ladder down, you're really not going to truly understand of when you're making new set uh, new processes into what you do, can you tell how much more impactful you're doing or how much more efficient you're working if you didn't come back and start thinking about that? So you really just need to sit down with your team, get out of the cadences of your normal breakups, your normal huddles. Yes. Use, use maybe every three months at that point to sit down, reflect on everything you did. You can have it all there of the processes you just started, the new um, accomplishments you might've had, and then you have that on a wall, you break it down at that point. All right, so now this is what we did. How can we ramp up that growth knowing that this worked? Or if something didn't go as planned, How can we pivot and be flexible with those pivoting to making sure that we're still, you know, trying to hit goal of what we're trying to do from either that quarter, that month or that year?
0: Yeah, you know, while while we don't have time to get into a tool that we use called the Digital Growth Maximizer, it speaks to some of those points right there. I want to leave you with something, though, that you can, like you said, break out of the daily routine, the huddle, um, and it's just to start every meeting, every conversation with one simple question. What's been going Mm -hmm. well? Because you back to your point, you want people to feel validated, like they're making a difference. What's been going well? We kind of did this with this podcast. What's been a win? What are you excited about? What have you learned? Or what are you looking forward to? And guess what? There's four questions there. If we have a weekly meeting, we just pick one of those four questions. We cycle Mm -hmm. through that and every conversation starts out on a positive note and we measure Absolutely. the progress that we made going forward. Adam, this has been a lot of fun to dive into one of your obstacles, transform that into an op- op- opportunity that you can keep moving forward on your journey of growth. I wish you well on on that journey because you've got a lot of a lot of positivity ahead
1: ahead for you for sure. James, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Had a lot of fun. Um take any of these insights and try to bring it back into my own experience and um, give this knowledge back to my team.
0: I appreciate that. As we wrap up another episode of the Banking on Digital Growth podcast, where might you be able to create space and time to break free from doing so that you can review what you've done, learn through the experience, and then think about how you might be able to do even better over the next 90 days. Perhaps our four-step banking on digital growth method might be a good fit to guide you and your team along your journey of growth at your bank. Credit union or fintech. And if you have a marketing sales or leadership obstacle that you'd like to transform into a future growth opportunity, text me the biggest challenge standing in your way right now to 832-549-5792. That's 832-549-5792. And we'll talk through it together on a future episode of the Real Solutions series where we take real challenges from real leaders like you to transform them into real future growth opportunities. Until next time, and as always, be well, do good, and be the light.